0: So today on All Cares Health and Wellness Podcast, we're going to be talking with Kia McCreary. She is the manager of the Saturday Farmer's Market, and she's here today to talk to us about a few different things, about how to support your local farmers, how to access fresh fruits and vegetables, how you can make your dollar stretch, and most importantly, Safety, what are we doing down at the market to keep people safe so that you can still access these fabulous, healthy resources? So just sit back and enjoy this episode of the podcast.
1: This is the All Care Health Health and Wellness Podcast with your hosts, Sam Engel
0: and Roxanne Robinson.
1: And every month, we're going to bring conversations around local health and wellness topics, issues and concerns, ideas. And really, the idea is to explore the relationship between individual health, what makes you healthy and happy, and how that affects community health and well being. Today, we are interviewing Kia McQueary with the Grants Pass Growers Market about what's happening in the growers market, responses to COVID 19, uh, the Double Up Food Bucks program, and everything else that's going on around supporting farmers in our community and just what's happening today.
2: Hello, Sam.
0: Hi. Hi, Kia.
2: Hi, Roxanne.
0: Hi. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate your time.
2: No problem.
1: So Kia, why don't we start off with what are the goals of the growers market in the community and kind of what's the history?
0: The biggest goals for
2: the growers market are to keep our local farmers uh, producing and bringing it to market, and that includes growing. Um, our bakers, some crafters that we have in market. Mm. Our farms not only are just the farmers, many of them have uh, quite a bit of acreage and they do employ other persons yeah. uh, to help them on the farm, in which case the monies go further than just straight to the vendor that you're giving the money to.
0: Good point.
1: And our local farms tend to be fairly small. I remember reading, uh, I think in 2013, that the average Family farm was less than five acres in Josephine County. Is that still about true?
2: That's about true for um, some of the farmers, maybe half of what we have. I, we have one farmer that uh, does quite well with just one acre.
0: Wow. Oh. He does
2: garlic and
0: potatoes. Oh, I know the garlic guy. He makes some great, or grows some great garlic, that's for sure.
2: He does like 12 or 13 different brands and styles and names of garlic and he knows them all
0: very very great specialty brands of garlic and and he tells you how to cook them and gives you great information with it as well
2: and garlic is very healthy
0: for you does it help your immune system yes Mm -hmm.
2: it's a good stomach protector
1: good to know how important are local farmers to our local economy
2: oh i would say thousands of dollars
1: And kind of a rough number, how many jobs do you think that they create here?
2: I would say there's over 100.
1: So what are some of the other insights that you have just from the farmers? Parts of their stories that don't get told, uh, things that you might hear while they're setting up or shutting down at the end of the the market or at the end of the season?
2: Some of that is just uh, crop problems. Not enough rain, too much rain, not enough sun too much sun, um, getting crops in, in time to get them washed and clean before they come to market. Um,
1: Are you hearing anything yet from folks today about tomorrow's market?
2: From our vendors, most of them will be there. I'm getting a lot of phone calls from customers. Are you going to be open? Are you going to be open? Uh, yes.
0: Kia when did this uh when did the Saturday market here um on F Street when did that one open up
2: our this is our 40th year
0: so just this weekend is the opening weekend yes excellent so can we address just the obvious that right now this year with Saturday market farmer's market it's different than every other year because of the current climate of what's going on with the pandemic. What are you hearing from farmers? What are you guys going to make any other changes or adjustments? Or is there anything in your world that is different this year? The whole world. (laughs) Of course.
2: We are um, abiding by the Oregon health authority um, rules. They have given us permission to open with, um, Adherence to what they have um, recommended. Mm -hmm. Our farmers uh, are going to be wearing gloves. They will packaging most of their product, what they can. They will be handing it to you in bags. Mm -hmm. There's no open touching of produce. We're hoping that that just keeps people in the six-foot distance range. Most of them are bringing two people, one to handle the money and one to handle the produce.
1: So I have to ask because it's my kid's favorite part of the market, but I'm assuming no samples.
2: No samples. Until further notice.
1: Until further notice. But you you get to stay open similar to like a grocery store or another service.
2: We are considered like a grocery store, an open-air grocery store.
1: Are there any other precautions you're taking around the number of people that are in the market at the same time or the distance between customers, that kind of thing?
2: That will be kind of my job to walk around the market, make sure there's no gathering. If you see someone you haven't seen in a long time, wave to them. Mm-hmm. Don't, there'll be no tables and chairs set out. There's no on-site eating, no on-site drinking. Our coffee people will be giving... Bags of coffee, selling bags of coffee, but there will be no coffee made at market.
0: So there won't be the the pizza person that's typically there. You can order pizzas or the crepe guy.
2: They will not be there.
0: Okay. Um, but maybe in the future.
2: In the future, the crepe guy. Um, I haven't heard from the pizza guy mm-hmm. this year, um, but our crepe people will be coming back.
0: And if those vendors are listening right now, we don't mean to, um, not recognize your business. It's just not coming to the top of my mind at this moment, but we all know who we're talking about and we do love those two vendors very much.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's hard to remember. We have 124 vendors. Wow.
0: So are some of the non-food vendors still going to be there? The crafters, the, um, business that makes the benches and tables and stuff like that, they'll still be there.
2: That is on their own volunteer time. But yes, we have several crafters that will be there.
0: Okay.
1: So at your board meeting on Wednesday night, what have you gathered is kind of the mood around um, the market or the mood around the the vendors you've talked to
2: for most of them. And I would say probably all of them, this is their income. So we are doing all that we can to keep Keep uh, the market moving, mm-hmm. keep customers interested, but still protecting everybody.
1: I really admire your dedication both to safety and to the market. Um, th- this really should be a celebratory time, opening the 40th season. Um, and then- oh, we
2: had planned a totally different opening. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and then a clear damper, but hopefully by the end of the season, at some point we still get to have that celebration.
2: And we'll call this a soft opening, and then we're going to go... For the big gala.
0: The big, this hard works. celebration.
1: So talking about this being the income for a lot of the, the growers, for the for the farmers. Um, and our crafters. And your crafters. Uh, and their employees. Uh, those that have employees. I wanted to pivot over to the Double up Food Bucks program. And just kind of a highlight, it's a program that matches people's SNAP or food stamp dollars at the market up to about $10 per SNAP recipient per week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know that the first, the first person who used the, the double up food box, the snap match at the grower's market about a year and a half ago when it launched in Josephine County was one of the vendors, was one of the the farmers at the market. Uh, and I like to share that story because it's, it really highlights how hard these folks work. And I know I've talked to some people who said that at the end of the season, they make, you know, a couple of dollars an hour. Maybe it's really a labor of love. Um, what can folks do to support uh, farmers and growers, crafters during, during this time when they might be, well, there's some uncertainty around their economy, their, their economics, their income? Yeah.
2: Just remember that our farmers, the produce that they bring is picked within hours or maybe a day before, like they're out there picking now, cleaning now, getting ready for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So it's not handled by hundreds of people, they're not going on trucks, they're not being transported thousands of miles. It is fresh, and that is when produce and vegetables have their healthiest qualities, their most ability to bring the nutrients to your system is within hours of picking.
0: that's comforting to me to know it's not handled by several people even you know tens of twenties of people and being shipped
2: Mm -hmm.
1: what were some of the impacts that you had seen with with Double Up Food Box over the last year and a half or so that it was running at the growers market
2: oh the increase of uh, monies for the farmers we went through over $12,000 in double food banks monies from June to February June 19 to February of 2020
0: That's phenomenal
2: That's a lot
0: Not, Not th- only is that money for the farmers but that's healthy food into for the families who need it the most
2: hmm mhm I'm kind of surprised in the fact that we have um, according to my latest calculations there's a little over $1,200 that was never redeemed that we have is given out.
1: Oh, coupons that are still in someone's pocket or purse somewhere?
0: Wash machine, drawer. Were they little like tokens?
2: They were business card size.
0: Business cards, okay.
2: And they were orange and green, it said double up food bucks on them.
0: So if anybody at home finds those or knows that they have some sitting around, can they bring them this year and use them?
2: Unfortunately, no. Oh, um, all sorry. my. All the paperwork has been turned into the state. Mm. It's already been counted for.
1: Well, then they can go in someone's monopoly game maybe. But (laughs) but we are running that program again this year in Josephine County.
2: Yes, we were um, awarded uh, some money from the state, from the Senate bill. What was that?
1: 327? Uh, 727A last summer. Yeah,
2: 727. Um, So we were awarded money for that. And we are still looking at outside sources to try and get back up. To the twelve or thirteen thousand dollar range,
1: and it was the pilot project at the Grants Pass Growers Market that actually helped um, build the coalition cross cross the aisle, bipartisan coalition to get that bill written and passed.
2: Yes, yes, we're very proud of being part of the pilot operation, and uh, we were able to uh, write letters and have backup. That was the biggie. We had backup. Uh, responses from customers that we were able to pass to Salem that said, Hey, this works That's and fantastic. thank you. Yeah.
1: When you mentioned more revenue coming into the market and to the vendors, um, what about more customers? Did you see more people coming in or new new customers coming down to the market?
2: We saw a lot of new customers, some of them elderly that didn't know about that are maybe just now getting food stamps and didn't know about the double up. Mm-hmm. We made a big push with DHS and to tell them, please. And we got a lot. I would say it brought maybe four or 500 new people into market. And for a market that does in our prime times, June and July, August, 3,500 people, 3,500 to 4,000 people through the market in four hours. That was wow. quite a big uptake.
1: And well, that's huge because I know that there's a, a common perception that farmer's markets and growers' markets tend to be more expensive than traditional grocery shopping.
2: That is true. It is a bit more, but then you look at the benefits of it not being shipped. You look mm-hmm. at the benefits of the the health, um, freshness, the freshness that, that brings it in and getting the kids to see where it's coming from and not just in a store
0: yeah Yeah. I want to just touch and recognize that with the current climate that we're in right now a lot of folks are um, losing jobs or temporary unemployed and they are going to be eligible for those SNAP benefits and hopefully they do access those resources for those people out there listening who have never accessed those resources before it's imperative for you to know how much you can really make that dollar stretch when you come to the Saturday market and you access the double up food bucks. Like she mentioned, or like Kia mentioned, $10 turns into $20 when you use your SNAP benefits. And
2: it could bring in, depending on the month, four week or five week month, 40 or 50 extra dollars per month. They can do it every Saturday.
0: Every Saturday. Mm -hmm. So please remember that this is an easy place to access. You're out in the open. You can practice social distancing. Um, Tell us some of the things that uh, farmers are doing to be cautious during this time.
2: Well, like I said, they are pre-packaging most everything that they can.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. The salads, the spinach, lettuce, you know, all those things they are pre-packaging. They are handing it to the customer themselves. Mm -hmm. And they are not cross-contaminating with uh, the money people. Excellent.
1: And so what what can you purchase with uh, Double Up Food Box?
2: Fresh produce.
1: Fresh produce only. Mm-hmm. So the crepes are delicious, but no crepes with...
2: Crepes cannot take double-up food bucks. The mushroom guy can take double-up food books. Uh But what this does, when we give people the double-up food buck card, we explain to them, you can only get fresh produce. And it has pictures on the back of the card of what that would be. So we tell them, use these first get your microgreens, get your produce, get your squash, get your tomatoes, get whatever is in season at that time. And then our script money that they get from their EBT card is, can be used for the jams, the jellies, the honey, the bread. Oh, so the okay. only people that are really left out directly are the crafters and the artisans. But in our market, we after talking to people and vendors, we discovered that there was a little bit of extra f- discernible able to spend money mm-hmm. because people weren't using it to buy right their, the produce or the bread or the eggs or the mm-hmm. you know the honey and the jams and that kind of thing. So we think the
1: crafters
2: also benefited.
1: Well, that makes sense. And so, are are the growers doing anything different this year? Is there uh, an increased emphasis on their own farm stands or on CSA boxes? Other ways people could order from home? Maybe even people who can't uh, leave or are choosing to, uh, you know, isolate or self quarantine.
2: We have right now six uh, farms that do CSA boxes. Right now, they're you need to contact them, and they will get it to you. And usually what happens is they bring it to market and people pick it up there. I'm working on a program with them to try and get a delivery system. I'm not sure it's going to work. It's, that's very involved. It's somebody have to go out, pick it up, take it somewhere, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's an idea that's roaming around that we're trying to work on.
1: Is there a list of farms that do those CSAs, those community service or those community supported agriculture boxes on on your website?
2: When I double check it with the farms this Saturday, it's on one of my lists to do. It will be up on our website at growersmarket.org.
1: Perfect. And then what are your hours of operation and where are you located for folks who may not have been to the market before?
2: This week is our first week outside at Fourth Street and F, downtown behind the post office. And we're there every Saturday. We don't. We will be. We don't normally open until nine o'clock, but for these couple of weeks that we're allowed to be outside and still have market, we'll be opening at eight thirty to the most at-risk people. And hopefully, people won't take advantage of that. Right. You know, if the elderly come in, someone you, you can see could be at risk. Let them go first. But you know it's not going to delay you by more than just a couple minutes yeah you know so let them get what they need get out of market away from other people
1: well that's wonderful and so primarily you're looking at seniors any other populations you'd like to have uh kind of come in and be prioritized for that first half an hour of the market
2: seniors um people with weakened immune systems you don't know who has a weakened immune system we have uh people with cancer Mm -hmm. you know you don't know whether they do or not but if they're in a walker or if they're walking slow or you know just use common sense and realize hey i I think this person you know could really use a little graciousness
0: well put
1: well that's a very nice thing that you're doing and i know farmers get up early but that they're getting in there a little bit earlier to make that accommodation for folks is lovely
2: Yes, that's a big help.
1: So is there anything else that we should know about the market that you'd like to share we haven't already covered?
2: We're a great place to be, and it's a benefit to the whole community, and more so when we don't have this pandemic effect upon us. The community aspect of it is um, really big, I think. Our motto is the tradition continues so we're sticking with that within the realm of guidelines that we've been given to operate.
0: Right. And I'm not sure if we were um, recording or not, but you did mention um, you will be walking around and making sure that folks are not gathering in groups, not congregating um, and keeping that social distancing into effect so that we still can enjoy the Saturday farmers market. Until we're told that we we can't,
2: or can can truly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So if if you see someone
2: that you know that you haven't seen in a while, just wave. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Don't don't stop and talk and and Mm -hmm. create a a log jam or a a people jam where people are going to have to go around you. The object of keep moving, keep Mm -hmm. moving. We're going to try and keep our lines. Uh, A couple vendors really do get long lines. We're going to try and keep them moving as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And if you have to wait a line, back up.
1: Well, that's really important because if you don't have uh, COVID-19 or or the the novel coronavirus, you don't want it. And if you do have it and you haven't started showing symptoms yet, you don't want to give that to somebody else. And so it's on all of us right now to to maintain that social distancing and try and do everything that we can to prevent the spread of this. Um, especially to folks who might have compromised immune systems. Right. And like you said, you can't tell just by looking at someone, you don't know.
2: You don't know what they have. We have instituted that all vendors will have um, running water soap and they recommended that they wash their hands several times during the day. The market will have some gloves. I was able to purchase, um, Many sets of Yay. gloves. So if you feel uncomfortable, come to the market booth and ask for them. We do have some hand sanitizers. Um, I was a master food preserver and a certified uh, food supervisor. So I went through my books and found the uh, recipe to make hand sanitizer. And mm-hmm. I was able to, when we could still get the isopropyl alcohol and the aloe, I made a bunch of jars. I'm not giving them away. I have them available to use at the table. Good to know. And so just come by, we'll give you a squirt. All of our vendors have, not all of them, but most of them have the wipes and they will be out on tables. Okay. That kind of thing. If you use it, please throw it in the garbage. Don't throw it on the ground. And as they've been telling us, if you need to sneeze or cough, do it in your elbow not on your hands.
1: All right, well, Kia, thank you very much for coming down and sharing all of this with us about the market.
0: I'm really excited to feel some normalcy in the middle of all of this. So thank you for making this happen. And um, I really hope that we can continue this and, and we don't have to stop because the healthy food is really important. It's never been more important than right now to take care of your body, eat healthy, and support people as much as we can.
2: Mm -hmm. And and thank you, and the market thanks you.